Good morning. Today is July 30th, 2020. It's Friday. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 69 verses 1 through 23, optional 24 through 30, and 31 through 38, Judges 5, 1 through 18, Acts 2, 1 through 21, and the Gospel of Matthew 28, 1 through 10. Today we commemorate Ignatius of Loyola. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, in the more, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let your mouth proclaim, let our mouth proclaim your praise, and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 69. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire, where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with my crying, my throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. More in number than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Many are those who would destroy me, my enemies who accuse me falsely. What I did not steal must I now restore? O oh God, you know my folly. The wrongs I have done are not hidden from you. Do not let those who hope in you be put to shame because of me. 
O God of hosts, do not let those who seek you be dishonored because of me, O God of Israel. It is for your sake that I have borne reproach, that shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my kindred, an alien to my mother's children. It is zeal for your house that has consumed me. The insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. When I humbled my soul with fasting, they insulted me for doing so. When I made sackcloth my clothing, I became a byword to them. I am the subject of gossip for those who sit in the gate, and the drunkards make songs about me. But as for me, my prayer is to you, O God. At an acceptable time, O God, in the abundance of your steadfast love, answer me. With your faithful help, rescue me from sinking in the mire. Let me be delivered from my enemies and from the deep waters. Do not let the flood sweep over me, or the deep swallow me up, or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, O God, for your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Make haste to answer me. Draw near to me, redeem me, set me free because of my enemies. You know the insults I receive and my shame and dishonor. My foes are all known to you. Insults have broken my heart so that I am in despair. I looked for pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me poison for food, and for my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table be a trap for them, a snare for their allies. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see, and make their loins tremble continually. Pour out your indignation upon them, and let your burning anger overtake them. May their camp be a desolation. Let no one live in their tents. For they persecute those whom you have struck down, and those whom you have wounded they attack still more. Add guilt to their guilt. May they have no acquittal from you. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living. Let them not be enrolled among the righteous. But I am lowly and in pain. Let your salvation, O God, protect me. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify God with thanksgiving. This will please God more than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. Let the oppressed see it and be glad. You who seek God, let your hearts revive. For God hears the needy and does not despise God's own that are in bonds. Let heaven and earth praise God, the seas and everything that moves in them. For God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah and God's servants shall live there and possess it. The children of God's servants shall inherit it, and those who love God's name shall live in it. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Judges, chapter 5, verses 1 through 18. Then Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When locks are long in Israel... When the people offer themselves willingly, bless God. Hear, O rulers, give ear. To God I will sing, I will make melody to God, the God of Israel. God, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the region of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured, the clouds indeed poured water. The mountains quaked before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. 
In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, caravans ceased and travelers kept to the byways. The peasantry prospered in Israel. They grew fat on plunder. Because you arose, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. When new gods were chosen, then war was in the gates. Was shield or spear to be seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel, who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless God. Tell of it, you who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who walk by the way, to the sound of musicians at the watering places. There they repeat the triumphs of God, the triumphs of God's peasantry in Israel. Then down to the gates march the people of God. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives, O son of Abinuam. Then down marched the remnant of the noble. The people of God marched down for God against the mighty. From Ephraim they set out into the valley, following you, Benjamin, with your kin. From Mashir marched down the commanders, and from Zebulun those who bear the marshal's staff. The chiefs of Issachar came with Deborah, and Issachar faithful to Barak. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the clans of Reuben there were great searchings of heart. Why did you tarry among the sheepfolds to hear the piping for the flocks? Among the clans of Reuben there were great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed behind the Jordan, and Dan, why did he abide with the ships? Asher sat still at the coast of the sea, settling down by his landings. Zebulun is a people that scorned death, Nephtali too on the heights of the field. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle I, a song of Jonah. I called to you, O God, out of my distress, and you answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I ever look again upon your holy temple? The waters closed in over me. The deep was round about me. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land beneath the earth. Yet you brought up my life from the depths, O God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, O God. And my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will pay. For deliverance belongs to God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered 
because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even upon my slaves, both men and women. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of God's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of God shall be saved. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 18, A Song to the Lamb. Splendor and honor and royal power are yours by right, O God Most High. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain. For with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a royal priesthood to serve our God. And so to the one who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and pride, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of God, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. The angel's appearance was like lightning, and their clothing white as snow. For fear of the angel, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, 
and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my siblings to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial. And deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We'll use Suffragist Set B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them, now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. A Collect for Fridays. Almighty God, who most, whose most dear incarnate went not up to joy, but first suffered pain, and entered not into, clor into glory before crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace, through Jesus Christ, your word incarnate, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Peace. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Collect for St. Ignatius of Loyola. Almighty God, from whom all good things come, you called Ignatius of Loyola to the service of your divine majesty and to find you in all things. Inspired by his example and strengthened by his companionship, may we labor without, count without counting the cost and seek no reward other than knowing that we do your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. We will use as a prayer for mission the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, 
to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I am going to read to you about St. Ignatius from Holy Women, Holy Men, and then share a few thoughts on our readings today. Ignatius was born to a noble Basque family in 1491. In his autobiography, he tells us, up to his 26th year, he was a man given over to the vanities of the world and took special delight in the exercise of arms with the great and vain desire of winning glory. An act of reckless heroism at the Battle of Pamplona in 1521 led to his being seriously wounded. During his convalescence at Loyola, Ignatius experienced profound spiritual awakening. Following his recovery in an arduous period of retreat, a call to be Christ's knight in the service of God's kingdom was deepened and confirmed. Ignatius began to share the fruits of his experience with others, making use of a notebook which eventually became the text of the spiritual exercises. Since his time, many have found the exercises to be a way of encountering Christ as intimate companion and responding to Christ's call. Whoever wishes to come with me must labor with me. The fact that Ignatius was an unschooled layman made him suspect in the eyes of church authorities and led him, at the age of 37, to study theology at the University of Paris in preparation for the priesthood. While there, Ignatius gave the exercises to several of his fellow students, and in 1534, Together with six companions, he took vows to live lives of strict poverty and to serve the needs of the poor. Thus, what later came to be known as the Society of Jesus was born. In 1540, the Society was formally recognized, and Ignatius became its first superior general. According to his journals and many of his letters, a profound sense of sharing God's work in union with Christ made the season of intense activity which followed a time of great blessing and consolation. Ignatius died on July 31, 1556, in the simple room which served both as his bedroom and chapel, having sought to find God in all things and to do all things for God's greater glory. His life and teaching, as Evelyn Underhill and others have acknowledged, represents the best of the Counter-Reformation. Now my thoughts on our readings for today. So this was one day when nothing immediately jumped out at me. I did not myself feel my holy heart kindled through the readings today. So I read through them a couple times. I synthesized them a little bit in my journal and and this is where this is where I am. If we were to follow the positive examples of both the main characters and also the storytellers of our readings today cuz the story is shaped both by the characters and events in it and also by the one telling it. So if we were to follow these examples, we would cry out to God and trust in grace, as the psalmist did. Know that not only do those things that we feel are unacknowledged and we wish to be seen and acknowledged are seen by God, but also those things that we are ashamed of are seen by God. The false accusations are seen by God. The sins committed are seen by God. We are seen holistically by God and we are loved more than 
It's so trite, but so true. More than we could possibly imagine. As much as we need. And God's response to us, our holistic selves, everything, every act, every deed, everything left undone, all of it, is love and grace and salvation. So when we throw ourselves on God's mercy, as I like to say, and you've heard me say before, it is like a child throwing themselves into the arms of a loving parent. It is a perfect relationship, the only perfect relationship of trust. <clears throat> we would do this as the psalmist did. We would also celebrate victory together, offer ourselves to God willingly, and search our hearts for our actions, especially the actions we take while embattled with the enemy. This we learn from Deborah and the writer of Judges. We would receive the Holy Spirit, allow it to kindle our hearts, to awaken the holy fire within us. We would receive the gifts of communication from God and use them to communicate with those who would hear and we would turn away from the distractions of detractors. We would do this as the apostles and Peter did, as Luke or whomever the writer of Acts was did. We would fix our eyes on God and aflame with the Holy Spirit. We would share. We would be baptized by the Holy Spirit and we would extend the gift and the good news to others. We would seek Christ and recognize God when we encounter them and share this joy overflowing as Mary Magdalene, Mary Zebedee, and Matthew did. So may we do these things today, God. We cry out to you and we trust in grace. We celebrate victory together, offer ourselves to you willingly, and search our hearts together with you. We receive the Holy Spirit, open our hearts to be kindled with its flame, receive its gifts, and use them to communicate with those who would hear. We seek you, Christ, and with the eyes of our spirit open, we will recognize you today when we encounter you in all of the many ways in which you manifest your love in the world we will see you we will know that we are seen we will know that we are seen by you and we will share the joy of your presence in the holy name of jesus christ all this i pray amen almighty god giver of all mercies we 
your co-creators give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear for our Creator has made us holy has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.